Welcome back to Cougar Country Hometown Sports. I'm your host, Maddox. Joined by me is my co-host, Jack. We cover KMB athletics and interview players and coaches to get a better insight on what's going on. On today's episode, we start off with our segment of highlights and lowlights, followed by a recap of the boys' and girls' basketball games. We wrap up today with a great interview with KMB's quarterback, Mikey Gibson, and our tight end, Nate Bailey. So, Jack, we're back after taking a little break to oh, last yeah. week off for Christmas and New Year. Uh, Happy New Year to all our yes, listeners. Happy New Year and Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. Yeah, I missed that. Uh, we were going to go day after Christmas, but we had, like, no content. Yeah, we had, like, n- yeah, that week. So, pretty dry for Pretty sport. blank, uh, blank episode is what yeah. it would have been. Yeah, so do you want to start with your highlights, Jack? Yeah, so um, we both weighed our weather predictions. Yep, they I just want to highlight they both they hit because snow came christmas night and i did say snow by christmas yes snow by christmas so we'll we'll let that one slide because it did count um so you're two and oh i'm one and oh on weather predictions i got a feeling we might have to do another prediction but is this this a weather podcast i don't know we're getting pretty good at it yeah i don't know two and oh in weather predictions should i be a weather man i'm gonna leave that up to you guys but okay so i got another highlight at the moment sean Mannion. An Oregon State alumni for uh, their football team is starting for the Vikings. This is one of the only time I'm going to root for your guys' the Vikings because they're honestly not my team. But uh, Sean Mannion. We just got to stop. They're bringing up the field goal unit. It's oh, w. let's go. <laughs> um, Green Bay trash yeah, at uh, Gavin Kirk- Boyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our starting quarterbacks got COVID. Um, COVID's making a little bit of a comeback. I, I like. know. Been on the surge a little bit. A lot bit. of people. Like, uh, everyone stay safe kind of got a little covid running around i feel like it's the omicron or yeah, whatever, whatever it's um what are your yeah. highlights my one of them was weather uh i was i was i was really excited not gonna lie i, I was getting mm-hmm. a little nervous getting a little nervous i know i was like it said it was gonna snow at like 2 a.m like the morning before christmas for the longest time and then it kept getting pushed back and pushed back and i was like it's still 34 degrees outside. Or oh, we just got to stop on fourth down. That is what oh, I'm talking about. That, yes, sir. Um, so, yeah, it kept getting like getting pushed back and pushed back. And then finally at like 10 p.m., it just started snowing. And I was like, let's go. Dude, I can only imagine our listeners like, like, oh, I want to listen to what happened in Canby Sports. We're just talking about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what oh, the yeah. actual heck? And then uh, my, my other highlight is nostalgia. Dude, I built a Lego set for the first time <laughs> since I was like 10 years old the other day. It was a great feeling, and it was just like this wave of nostalgia hit me. And yeah, I don't, I'm, hey, I'm kind of I'm, I'm obsessed. We're going to have to go with some builders okay. thinking about hitting up the bricks and minifigs a little Right later. here in town? Just yeah. get some set, dude. I don't know. I built one, and I kind of want to do it again soon. Dude, they're, they're actually fun. I have a ton of sets, though. I need to like rebuild them and then maybe sell them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mix them down. Yeah. Um, so I got a few lowlights. Um, around the NFL community, John Madden died. Yep, John Madden. Big, uh, big, like, broadcaster and uh, football coach. Was the mo- had the Hall highest winning percentage of any coach over 100 wins. Yeah. So, but he was, was like a 70% or something, some, something like, like that. Some, really high and incredible. Mm-hmm. Was and, a coach uh, for the Raiders. Raiders, coached, yeah. Won a Super Bowl there. Um, was a really what people would call a football guy. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was a big, like, a big he impacted fo- big like, football personality. Um, I mean, he was around the game for so long. Was inducted yeah. into the Football Hall of Fame in two thousand six. Um, yeah, yeah. As both I think a coach just, and a broadcaster uh-huh. too. I think it was just crazy that like 
like on Christmas, the documentary about him came out. I know, and then um, and then like a few weeks later, he ends up passing dying. out. And like yeah. obviously very known for Madden, the, fo- the, yeah, the football, football game. game, like everyone plays. When you hear Madden, you think of football game, and not he, that's like the only game where it's not called like it doesn't have the not actual N- name of yeah, the sport really in NFL. it. Not really NFL, but like. I think he impacted so many people like that aren't even playing the game. Exactly, and like he was around more before we got into football because yeah. like his last game he ever broadcasted was in 2010. So yeah. we were what we, like six. Mm-hmm. But like he was really, I know he was a really big pro- football personality like in the early 2000s, 1990s. Yeah. So it affected a lot of lives, but yeah, very sad, very sad to see him pass. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got another low light, but I'm gonna let you go first because I'd like to debate my other low okay. light. Okay, yeah, that should be interesting. But my low light is my fantasy football team. Full little little fire fest, personal dilemma here. But yeah, so we go into the semifinals. I'm um, not gonna talk about my fantasy football team, but yeah. uh, you can go ahead. <laughs> we go we go into the semifinals, and I'm I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm not oh, gonna yeah. lie. Um, Playing the powerhouse Lando. He, oh uh, my god, we just fumbled. Sorry. <laughs> We're watching this Packers Vikings game and it is stressing me out. Um, so, anyways, okay, yeah, back on track. Back Lando on track. beat me last year in the championship. Yeah. Um, Alvin Kamara was on his team and he dropped seventy. But uh, besides that point, Lando's back in the championship this week. Uh, he's playing Maddox in the quarterfinals. Or this, yeah, he's playing me in the semifinals. And they have and the highest scoring matchup. Dude, my we've team ever played seen. great. Played the guys came out. They, they did their they thing. They dominated, but his guys were just better. I know. And uh, it was beat you by twenty, really, right? Yeah, uh, I was really sad to see it because I, I thought this is you my had team. a really good team too. Oh, dude, my team was balling. Went, went in number one seed, right? Mm-hmm. Number one seed. We went on a six-game win streak then the season. Started out like three and four, ended like nine, nine and four. Hey, so it's a good season. Clap it up to yeah. your fantasy football team. To next week, to ne- or to next year, we're we're yeah. coming back. Revenge season. Clock it in. All right, so you got another low light? Or uh, uh, no, that's debate it. mine. So my other low light was uh, college football players opting out of their bowl games. That's you, a low light for me because I got a feeling that they should be playing in their games. They go the whole season to play, uh, to play in these bowl games like they want to have their team be, do the best they can do. And, like, the end of the season is uh, a bowl game. Like, if you make it far enough, win, like, five games, six games? Six games. And I'm going to disagree with you on this because these guys, these NFL talent prospects that, like, if they're choosing not to play in this bowl game and keep themselves healthy could impact, like, their careers because um, if they play in these games and they get injured, you saw it last night, probably, like, not consensus, but... But, like, the number one one QB... In the next upcoming draft class gets injured in that... Matt Corral... That impacts where he's going to be. And it looks like he uh, broke his, like, fib- or his tibula, the inside bone, mm-hmm. as it, like, he was and that's carried gonna affect, off in an air cast. That's going to affect his, his draft stock so much, and that could cost him millions yeah. of dollars. And, the and, dude, these bowl games are so stupid. I know. Dude, like, half of them are getting canceled for COVID, too. Yeah, and, like, hold on, hold on. I'm going to look something up really quick. What do you got? Yeah, because, like, like, I know... um there were a ton of players, like 30-plus, that opted out from Ohio State. And, like, they still went on to beat um, – they still went on to beat UC- – no, not UCLA. Who did they play? Utah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Utah was up two touchdowns on them, and they still came back and they so, had 30-plus so opting out. So back out. to my original point. These bowl games are all just sponsored by head corporate sponsors. It's just a big money grab, and it's just – 
it just they don't have the same feel as they used to. Yeah, and, I, like they used to all be like all the stadiums used to be named after the bowl games. Yeah, exactly. And now the one of the only ones that's left is the Rose Bowl, and that's still like and almost brought to half you by the Capital. That's yeah, all, exactly. That's still brought to you. It's and it's just a money grab for the companies. And I I just don't understand why all these big ESPN guys are just like. They're quitting on their teams. All this blah, blah blah. I I think it's stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I got. I feel like they should finish, but I also see how you're like talking about that. And like with Matt Corral's injury, and uh, the injured of one of the Baylor Baylor players too. Mm-hmm. There uh, were a ton of injuries. Mm-hmm. So it's honest. It's honestly just a business decision. Decision. Words are hard. <laughs> business decision. Um, that like these companies are making to sponsor these games and potentially make a ton of money from it, just like how it is to s- protect your body and not make sure you're not costing yourself millions of dollars down yeah, the line. Exactly. So not for it. I don't know. We'll we'll see along down the road. But I yeah I I see where you're coming from because yeah you could get injured and ruin your chance at making millions of dollars in the NFL. Exactly. And providing for your family. Exactly. So now transitioning to the girls' games, uh, I'll st- or with the bat, there's only basketball over this winter break. No, s- well, no swim meets, no yeah. wrestling meets. Just it's just- kind of weird. Like we started off no wrestling on our last podcast and no swimming last podcast, but like just now we still have no swimming and no wrestling. But um, I do want to say shout out before we get on the basketball games, snowboard team. Uh, they're not technically a. Pr- team here but uh we still like to cover it they had their first uh well not really practice practice up at the mount hood because we got so much snow oh yeah so uh we'll have to cover that because i know we're pretty good here at camby high school oh yeah got to shred on the slopes yeah so uh starting with the girls games they went three and one over this winter break impressive I want to say the day after we interviewed their coach Ingrid McCoy. Oh Ray, yeah, we're Ray good luck right here. Rayanne Schiedler hits a game winner to win 47-45 against Putnam in the interstate shootout and beats tournament. Her number two five A team. Exactly. We are coming for that spot. Exactly. So, coach Ingrid knows what's going on. Dude, I was I don't know after seeing I saw the video of it and like after the day after we interviewed, were we good luck? Well, I gotta say now um, and then we uh, interview Peyton and Alex and they win that game so I just gotta say we're kind of you need luck. a dub hit, hit up the Cougar Country podcast exactly and then exactly so then they played in another tournament in, out at Lincoln and they their first game they won 45 to 38 in a comeback win against Sunset they were down early in the third quarter and ended up rallying to win then wow. they won 51 to 26 against Century and then they lost 58 to 49 to Lincoln. Oh. And I so wish I, I had stats, but it is impossible to find them I anywhere. Know. I looked on the internet for like an hour Lucky trying to find something. Lucky for the something. boys game because they played in a pretty big tournament. So we had easy stats on that one. Yeah. So that's all I got for girls basketball. But a uh, pretty good weekend for girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's really impressive uh, going 3-1 and one over the uh, Christmas break because you got Christmas on the mind. Exactly. And the New Year. Oh, and the New Year. Yes. Uh, so recap for the boys. We had a we were supposed to, we were scheduled to play in the Canby tournament, uh, kind of like a money grab, like you were saying. It's our fundraiser to get um, so we can go on these big trips, but um, we got a late bid into the biggest one of the biggest Canby uh, or not one of Canby tournaments, but Les, Les Schwab Invitational. 
Yeah, big high school tournament na- nationally. I mean, some yeah. really great teams have played there, like your Oak Hills. Yeah, your, your Monteverde. Exactly. Some Sierra really, Canyon. Some big name ba- players in the basketball community have played at this tournament. Um, oh yeah. Um, so it's kind. Of, it's a pretty cool deal to get invited. Yeah, we they were scheduled to have a t- like five out of Oregon teams and like uh, nine or eleven. Uh, there's sixteen teams there. And like a bunch more out of state teams were supposed to show up and they didn't. And, and did only we get in because Westland had COVID? Probably. But hey, we still made it. Yeah, still we made still it. made it. So we got a late bid into the LSI and um we didn't really perform up to par. Like we went one and three. Didn't play amazing, but uh, it, it's all it's all right. They were really good teams there. Yeah, there was really good teams there. I do want to give a quick shout out to Coach Evans. He earned his 100th career win at Camby as a coach against wow. at his win at Evergreen. Let's and go. I had a personal dilemma at this game at Evergreen because my one of the out of state teams, Evergreen, they're from Vancouver, Washington. My uncle Brett Henry happens to be the coach. Wow. So I was watching. So you were like, go uncle, but uh, Coach Coop. Evans, but, uh, you were uh, on the Coop. podcast. Go Cougs. Roll Cougs. So, but um, yeah, he earned his like 100th career win at Canby uh, as a coach. So I had to give a quick shout out. Oh, yeah. Um, Peyton also played really well. He got honor. He got like mentioned as one of the top performers at the LSI. Mm-hmm. So uh, shout out to Peyton. Um but yeah, we uh, lost our first game, fifty-two to sixty-eight to Jesuit. We shot the ball incredibly bad. Yeah, no. Um, tough game. Very tough game. Our leading scorers were Peyton and Alex, and uh, Peyton had fourteen, Alex had twelve. So when your leading scorers are barely over ten, you're not doing amazing. But um, I gotta say, we kind of bounced back game two. We. Um, Got the dub against Evergreen. We got the dub against Evergreen, yes. Uh, I do want to say we almost choked this game away. Yes. We, we were, were up, up nine. 15. No, no 15 at one point. We were up nine with a minute 30 left, and they almost tied it. Mm-hmm. But we, so the boys hit some, Peyton and Kellen Oaks hit some clutch free throws. To yeah, Peyton had 20 game. and Kellen had 18 for the game leaders. They hit, they hit some go-ahead free throws that kind of iced the game. So, hey, got to make free throws. They are free. Exactly. Um, game three was uh, rough, though, but we uh, lost to an electric David Douglas team that bounced ahead early. Um, we lost 68 to 75. Peyton had 27. Jacob uh, Strand had 19. But I got to say, this game was bigger than the score because Alex Evans got injured. Injured. Um, I still don't. I'm. I was trying to figure out his status. I got an update. Uh, so. He said he so he tore like a ligament near his Achilles last year, mm-hmm. and um, he said this injury was like that injury, and it felt the same. So we gotta we gotta start praying that um, he's back and healthy soon because he's a big key factor to this team, and we're gonna need our our star point guard to make a run at state. Facts. Um, yeah, I hope he's well. I. I was talking to their backup point guard Jacob Kerwin, and he said he's he thinks he'll be back, so that's good news. We but, hope, yeah. But nothing is for sure. Exactly. Um, and then game four was rough too. Very low scoring game against a very talented Tiger team. Oh, TRL TRL matchup. Yes, uh, we lost forty four to fifty five. Peyton had twenty out, or Kellen had nine. Um, I just want to highlight this game because we were like toe to toe with them the whole entire game. Uh, only down three at half, and then just at the end we 
just kind of gave it to him. But uh, I want to see those two twin. Those two twins on Tiger are very good. Oh yeah, uh, Kaleem and Malik. Mm-hmm. They're like, very good. They each had twenty. Yeah. So. <laughs> And then nobody else really scored. Yeah. So, uh, but I want to see us rematch these teams because we shot the ball terribly. Yeah. And I, I want to. I think if we're on our game, we could really go toe to toe with just about anybody. Or even if we're not on our best game, because like we played, we didn't play up up to par. No. And I'm telling you, if we play like we did against any of the teams we played before. We are beating every single one of these teams. Maybe not Jesuit. Jesuit was very talented. They were very good. But I want to see us beat these teams, and I have a really good feeling we will. All right. Transitioning now over to our interview with uh, Camby quarterback Mikey Gibson and tight end Nate Bailey to talk about this past football season. Onward. We welcome on our quarterback Mikey Gibson and our tight end Nate Bailey. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing good. All right. Huh. We're excited to have you guys. Oh, um, yeah. So I'll start with this. So what was it like for you guys going right from a spring season with COVID and all that into a fall season? Was it different? I'd say I'd say for sure. I mean, just the environment, uh, like from COVID season, uh, was totally different. You guys had and like no fans, right? And it yeah. was like pretty weird atmosphere. Is it weird it playing was, football with a mask on? It was, well, like you kind of like got, you didn't really have to wear it. Okay. But anytime you kind of like got to the sideline, then you had to like put it back on. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's rough. But it was, it was definitely weird. Um, what do you guys think impacted you more? Like the COVID itself or the no fans? I think, I think, I don't know. It's, that's tough. It's a weird question. It's, uh, I feel like we didn't really struggle with the COVID because like we didn't have any cases or anything. But oh, okay. like before the season leading up to it, it was a bit of a struggle because. You couldn't practice yeah, anything? Yeah, we, we couldn't even throw the ball to each other. Like, he'd have to throw into a net, and we'd run routes on air. Behind oh, the that's net. So that's weird. so weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Very week weird. one, you guys had, like, a, a close game with Dallas, 26 to 20. Uh, like, what was – take us through that week of, like, preparation and, like, what the game was actually like. Because, I mean, being there, it was like – it came down to, like, the fourth quarter, and it was just – it was a super fun game to be at. What was that like for you guys? Yeah, it was it's, it was a lot different than like the COVID season because we had we had a lot more time to like prepare mm-hmm. but I mean I I don't think we were like ready at all for the game but really? we still we still pulled it out um, oh, which yeah. is good but uh I don't know it it was a good like welcome back to football kind of yeah, yeah exactly. it was definitely like, a football is back type of right. deal and it was when that first hit uh, happened it's like wow this is this, this is what I like what I remember was football like different during COVID or like was it like softer you think it kind of it kind of just mm. felt like practice really like scrimmaging because like nobody was there and it was just like yeah yeah it was definitely like hard to build off energy because like usually mm-hmm. in real games you know the crowd gives us energy to yeah exactly get going build momentum mm-hmm. exactly so um nate uh you guys or you like tore your acl to at the third game right second game second game um can you like take us through that play and like or like leading up to it um, like what happened on that play I remember I think it was trips to the left and then we called a pass play and I had a post route and Mikey got pressure and was scrambling and so I went back upfield towards the sideline on the left and then I caught the ball and it was just me and one other kid mm-hmm. and then I went to stiff arm him and then as I planted with my left leg he 
tackled like me pushed you over and yeah and then i just dang. sort you, of felt like did a you pop. know like right away I, I didn't really know what happened. I just felt like a pop in my knee. I didn't really have like a whole lot of pain. A and lot then, of people like say like when they tear their ACL, it's not like pain right away. It's kind of like weird. Yeah, I, I didn't have a whole lot of pain with it because like they took me to the sideline and I was like jogging on it and things like that. So mm-hmm. I thought it was you thought you were be, fine. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be good to go for like the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Just rough. having yeah. to miss your senior season. Can you try yeah, to talk about that a little bit? I mean, it was definitely like hard watching like from the sideline because it's a little frustrating like not being able to help yeah because like you just want to go out there and be able to help your team win games but it's still fun like being a part of the team yeah and i heard you were a big leader too even on the sidelines yeah i tried to do my best and do what Mm -hmm. i can to help everybody definitely leader yeah Yeah, that's so so that game was a really good thing was a 14 to 17 what felt like a heartbreaker yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I remember Mikey on that last play, you're scrambling all around. It's a broken play, yeah. and you chuck it up to Joe, and he ends up intercepting it. And like everyone was kind of like, "What the heck? What yeah, the yeah. heck?" Kind of take us what what was going through your mind in that kind of moment because it was like it was chaos. Yeah, I'd say it's tough. I mean, that's part of part of being QB is you have exactly. to make, you have to make those like those game time those decisions. Game time decisions, and yeah, I mean realistically it probably wasn't like the smartest decision but <laughs> given given the circumstances and yeah. the down the distance and the time left um i just tried to make something happen and yeah. i mean there's a little bit miscommunication by me and joe it's all right but i mean hey, it happens right and after that you guys went on a six game win yeah. streak so, so yeah. did that loss kind of like change the the way you guys had your outlook on the season because you guys did win six straight games yeah. after that and they were all blowouts yeah they were really impressive games yeah i feel like i mean we didn't play create like the competition that we really played Uh against um with west albany but i feel like every team once they lose their first game they kind of get like like inspired like a slap in the face yeah yeah Yeah. so i feel like once we lost that game it kind of yeah got us like hey we need to we need to go um how is the competition yeah. level between like because we you guys obviously moved down to 5a mm-hmm. like last year i mean um you guys played like clackamas i remember like mm-hmm. in your COVID season or whatever but is it is the dip is the talent level like like what's that change like yeah i mean we we played i mean playing in the trl is pretty crazy no itself. Joke. i mean all all the teams are top mm-hmm. teams in the state um, for the most part and uh so that that's always that's always tough, but it, it makes it fun. Um, but yeah, it's definitely different being in five A. Uh, yeah, I mean it's especially playing in six A your whole life, and then yeah. you drop down, and you like know nobody. Yeah, yeah. It's, a lot of the a lot of the six A teams um, are good, and then I feel like for five A there's like a handful of really good teams, and then yeah, that could kinda, compete at the six A level yeah. too. And then there's yeah. a huge drop off. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I would agree with that because, like, the top 5A teams, I'd say they can play with the 6A teams. They're just, like, a lot more talent at 6A. Yeah, there's, like, that Tualatin. Yeah, then, you saw um, Like, they, I don't know who what the team was. It was Silverton, Tualatin. They yeah, hung with Tualatin. Yeah, and Tualatin ended up getting second in 6A. Yeah. In 6A, yeah. So it was real impressive that they could hang with them. Yeah. 
So, Mikey, I have a question for you just yeah. because you were the quarterback and you were kind of the guy in charge of the offense. Yeah. So you guys had a really dominant run game all season, mm-hmm. led by sophomore running back Tyler Canold. Was yeah. that your guys' game plan going into the season, like to be a run-heavy team just because? Or did you guys just kind of figure out, like, that's yeah. what was working and you adjusted to that? Or what was, what was your game plan going into the season like? Yeah, so I I kind of... I mean, I, I talked to the coach a bunch before, and we kind of realized that, hey, we have Tyler and we have Bryce as two, like, dominant running backs. Yeah, two of the top running backs right. in 5A. So we really wanted to attack, like, the the run game with that because they're, they're mm-hmm. just studs. And uh, uh, we didn't really have a crazy whole lot of, like, wide receiver depth. Yeah. So, um, and a lot of speed on the outside. Yeah, especially so it with just uh, Kessler and Nate and getting Nate, injured yeah. early. Yeah, right. So it kind of it kind of just fit kind of our scheme, and uh, it was definitely something we kind of had to adapt to because I don't know. It was just it was a little bit different from the years prior. But uh, exactly, it kind of brought it back to that like that wing T type. Yeah, historic candy, uh, just run, like run, run. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. It was fun, and it was fun to see like the line really like dominated yeah they oh, were yeah. very good they this were year. really good and uh i mean obviously you saw tyler and bryce just go crazy mm-hmm. oh yeah but uh yeah it was i feel like it fit our our players really well uh-huh so uh does it help that like canby fans can travel to away games really well like we had big groups of people like does that help uh feed you guys on the field i would definitely say so because like we're i'd say we're one of the best schools like with uh, spirit for our sports because like oh, yeah. you see other schools and they don't even have like a student section yeah. at away games and we'll have bigger student yeah. sections in the home teams oh yeah like I remember we went to Forest Grove and we had just yeah. as big of a student section yeah, yeah. Zion one in Scappoose was huge too oh yeah, yeah. and like uh, we were I mean even like, all big. even like yeah even like Dallas just because it was like the first right. game yeah. yeah yeah can you guys hear everything we're saying too yeah, yeah is it kind of funny I, guys, I can't really hear anything you know, I, tune it out yeah, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm just focused on deaf. the game and like, yeah. I just <laughs> hear the coaches and it's a good answer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what's like the atmosphere at a home Canby game like? Because I mean, not very many people get the chance to play yeah. at a varsity level, and especially at Canby where we have one of the best student sections. I was like, not only like the best, one of the best student sections, but I think one of the best like stadiums. Like, oh yeah, it's truly like one of the coolest like experiences to be able to run out of the like i mean you could call it a tunnel but yeah the, the stairs right <laughs> run up the stairs <laughs> to run out of that it is pretty sweet you know bands playing yeah. fans are going crazy uh well the, <laughs> the cheer the, like the cheer team like the students it just everything's going crazy oh, yeah. it's, it's one of the best things um to be able to like, experience i think yeah in college yeah. or not college high school sports and like what about when you score a touchdown nate like what's that like to have the fireworks going off in the background and then your your freaking teammates jumping up on you like yeah, what's that like i'd say it's definitely special because like everybody wants to see you succeed and like mm-hmm. the team's like all about the team we're not like one person yeah exactly. and everybody celebrates when you score or whatever and then the fireworks mm-hmm. like yeah. nobody else has that yeah. What's it like? What's it like hearing your name be chanted in the student section? Is that pretty cool? I, I like <laughs> honestly, like I hear it, but I totally zone it out. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, our fans are great. Yeah, you guys have a pretty good team chemistry. You guys did this last season. How did you guys achieve that? Like achieve the team chemistry you guys had? 
Um, I would say like well, just our senior group is really close because yeah. like mm-hmm. we've all played together since like seventh and eighth grade. Yeah, and I don't know. We all kind of just fell in love with football with like this new coaching staff that helped yeah. us get to where we are now. Exactly. Because yeah, that new coaching staff came in right when you guys like got to the high school. Yeah, yeah sophomore, sophomore season. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they've just been adding, like, coaches since then, and it's been, it's been great. Exactly. So was change like, was, how big was the transition from changing coaching staffs? I mean, you guys were probably, you guys probably weren't varsity fresh, your freshman year, but, like, going into your sophomore year when you guys are seeing more varsity reps, was yeah. it different? I think, I mean, we didn't really like experience a whole lot. Like, growing up your yeah. whole life. I think the biggest thing was the playbook. Okay. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for me being a quarterback it's just it completely changed because um, yeah. the wing tee well i mean our my freshman year or our freshman year we kind of ran like a hybrid wing tee mm-hmm. we started passing a little bit more but uh going from that to the shotgun the spread shotgun yeah, yeah was uh was different and then yeah, towards the end you guys started running double <coughs> back because uh you realized you had bryce and tyler yeah, yeah. we uh how many different playbooks did you guys have throughout the year we had uh, we had a lot of different formations. <laughs> I mean, going in our, going into the Thurston game, our plan was to do like a dual back, mm-hmm. but and then Bryce, Bryce ended up getting tearing his ACL too. Right. So, jeez, but, the amount of injuries. This year yeah. was the year for the ACL, huh? Right. Definitely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, um, so I don't remember what I don't remember the date, but so going into Wilsonville, you guys have the chance to play for a conference championship. And you guys lost, and it was a tough game. Um, what was what was kind of the vibe before and after that? Kind of take us through. I think I think before we were all like hyped. Yeah, like, absolutely. We're like we're about to win league, and we're about to put a banner up. Put a banner up. That's what that's one of the biggest things that we were like wanting to do is get you know twenty twenty one put up in the gym. Yeah, exactly. And just like kind of start this new. Yeah. This new like culture culture yeah, right some atmosphere yeah. like they, something to remember you by exactly and i mean so before we were, we were all hyped we're like we're gonna do this yeah exactly um, and like we thought for sure like we got this right because mm-hmm. we've been playing so well um leading up to it and you guys then, think you guys just overthought it or i think i don't know we we kind of got unlucky a few plays towards yeah, the beginning. You guys caught some bad breaks. There's a few fumbles. So the there, momentum totally changed. I remember yeah. there was a illegal man downfield call that po- that yeah. didn't get called that probably should have. But yeah, yeah. on yeah. like a with the tight end or not the, the tight end. It was the left tackle just the, leaked out the and laid someone out. I was like, <laughs> yeah. what the heck? You can't do that. The fake field goal call was probably like I've One of never them. been so surprised in my life. Right. Yeah, it just I was like, whoa. That happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So what was the vibe after the game? Was it just kind of we gotta we gotta pick it up for um, playoffs or just kind of down? I mean, it was definitely like frustrating losing that game, and like I'd say, like after the game for me, I was like a, a little down. But then because like you leading playing it or well that and then just like losing that type oh, of game yeah. like not being able to accomplish what we wanted to. Mm-hmm. But then, exactly. like, that next week of practice, I'd say our focus was just the playoffs because, like, we hadn't been in the playoffs in like however six or, long. Six or seven mm-hmm. years. Yeah, and, like, us as a group, none of us have ever had, like, playoff experience, so we were just yeah. focusing on that and trying to win that game. And you guys got Camby's first playoff win since, like, 2013 or 2014, mm-hmm. so that's a very yeah, cool accomplishment. Very impressive, too. 
So to what just was come what in. was that first playoff game like? Because I mean, I mean, it's got to be different, right? Because you're yeah. playing for, I mean, you playing, playing to keep your for season. bigger things, well, right? Yeah, to keep your season. It's basically win or go home type mm-hmm. type thing. So I feel like being in the situation that we were, it was it was good. I feel like losing that Wilsonville game also really you know inspired us to like needed to get things back going. And, yeah, because yeah. we're like we we can prove more than this. Yeah. Um, that's that was our thing going into the playoffs. It was like we're we're better than how we played, Absolutely. and we wanted mm-hmm. to prove that. So um, that game was was really good and it was really fun. Yeah, the eleven. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> quite the game too. Yeah, it was it was good. I remember having some of our Lebanon friends come over and we we're just talking smack the whole entire game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it was super fun. So. um we know you guys are like some of the top athletes here at Canby. So, uh, you guys got any uh, n- like news on the next level? You guys allowed to talk about that? No, oh, yeah. I oh mean, yeah. I, mean, I I think for me, like I'm still I'm still looking. I yeah, mean, for sure. In the mix of the recruiting process, right? Um, it's definitely difficult with COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, it kind of took a year away from you guys. Yeah. Right? Well, and like, is it hard to like get like visits in and stuff like that? Yeah, that and it's just. A junior, your junior year is kind of big in recruiting, mm-hmm. and we didn't really have a, a junior, junior year. year. So um, that and all the college kids, they're they're getting like COVID years, so they get a whole another year of eligibility. So like, so you're competing those, against like five year <clears throat> seniors right. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they spot. don't even really need a whole lot of guys. Exactly. So, um, I don't know. We'll see uh, kind of how these next few months. Yeah. Plan out. How about you, Nate? Um, yeah, I would say I'm, like, still in the mix of, like, weighing out my options and things like that because I'd say, like, recruiting will probably pick up for, like, the uh, divisions we're looking at, like, Division three NAI, like, the smaller mm-hmm. schools are going to yeah. start getting on kids more. But for me, I, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do yet. We're going to get some yeah. commitments in the spring? Hey, for sure. commitment posts. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Get you guys back on the podcast to <laughs> get on that. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Um, We appreciate it. Good luck with uh, Mikey basketball. And then, Nate, are you going to be able to compete for lacrosse? I'm looking at doing track this spring. Oh, yeah. That's what I like to hear. Love it. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Cougar Country Hometown Sports. And again, we appreciate you guys for all the recent support. Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, Next week, we have yet another action-packed episode where we recap all sports and interview a very special guest.